Welcome back to the LifePurpose.com podcast. The number one podcast in the entire cosmos for empowering and inspiring you to live your life's purpose. My name is Hema Allman. And I'm Gabriel Sarah. And today's podcast is about taking the first step to living your life's purpose. Thank you, Palo Santo, for creating a sacred space here. Thank you, God. Thank you, Mother Earth. Thank you, Great I Am. Thank you, Mother Cacao. Thank you, San Pedro. Thank you for nourishing and nurturing our body, our mind, our spirit. Thank you for sharpening our blade, for sharpening our voice, our presence, our energy. Let it be magnetic and piercing and let it land and go deep with people's hearts and minds that those who need to hear it are being touched on a deep level and are being awakened and activated and reminded on a deep deep level thank you god for the divine orchestration together with the medicines sometimes the obstacle is the purpose sometimes the obstacle is the path and it prepares you for your actual victory. And the irony is exactly what you said is the similar message that came to me to share and officially make this our official first joint co-hosted podcast episode for the lifepurpose.com podcast. To our audience, to our listeners, welcome. We are doing this all over again, meaning we are re-recording our very first episode together on the LifePurpose.com podcast because our recording app didn't record our content. It only recorded the first minute and then the rest of the audio is gone. You know, when I say that, it's not really such a big deal. We had some really good nuggets. We had about 10 hours worth no. of audio. We had all four the- episodes. Yes, and all of that combined no when you cut it down it's probably going to be like five hours yeah but i'm not talking about the cut version Mm. well the uncut version right yeah we had we had a few hours worth of content already created and now that's gone but instead of looking at it very negatively we got to be free of that and just look at the bright side the bright side is that something even better has come out of this because we are alchemizing what this experience means as i was going to edit the podcast episodes yesterday and i saw that only the first minute of our content of each episode was recorded the the first four episodes were recorded and nothing else the god voice told me hey adversity is good adversity is really good embrace that Embrace the obstacle, embrace the challenges. The thing I remember saying is that the obstacle becomes the way. Something like that. You said something like that. The obstacles, the perceived failure is preparing you for your striking moment, for your victory. That's what you said. The failure. Yes. And it's just like with Arya Stark in the Game of Thrones, the scene that we have rewatched a few times. When she became who she was meant to be, the assassin to kill the the Night King, 
what was her path to get there to that striking moment? She had to become no one. She had to become no one. She had to take off the masks. And she was beaten by that girl and by her opponent. This was something I was meant I was gonna mention on the previous podcast about Aya Stark and all the episodes leading up to her striking moment at the end of the season, she was beaten by her opponent, by that girl and by her master who taught her how to become one with the sword and how to become one with her craft. She was failing so much and she got hurt so much. And it was really like seeing her in the Game of Thrones um, going through that path to her victory seemed to be very challenging. And she was just failing over and over and over again and going through really tough lessons, sometimes almost having to pay with her life for it. But at the end, she became one with her craft. She became one with her gift. And she became and she embodied who she was designed to be. And she striked. And because she striked, it saved everyone else's life. <laughs> and she killed... She defeated the Night King. She defeated the mighty Night King. You know, what's ironic about that is... But it's just that very moment, she striked in a moment, one second, and the moment was gone. But she was preparing her whole life for exactly. that. Exactly. So know. what is more important? Is it is it the journey or is it the moment where we feel that, oh, finally I could strike, I could do something meaningful? Or is it the journey leading up to it? Can we embody, I mean, sorry, can we embrace everything? I mean, I, I'm not going to say it's the journey. Definitely not. <laughs> for me, I will say that it's probably both. You know, the journey should be as fulfilling as the destination. That's my truth. That's my, that's yeah. where I come from, right? Because eventually, yeah, you do want to know that what you're doing is paying off. You don't want to just be failing and failing and failing. And then you don't defeat the Night King. You want to know that you're going to be able to whip the Night King's ass at some point. You want to experience some form of progress. You know, what's ironic is the Red Witch, the Redhead Witch... Do you remember that scene when they were in the house and like they locked the door and she says to Arya Stark, or Arya Stark says to her, hey, I remember you. And then she said, yes, I told you we would meet again at the end of the world. You're going to you're going to shut many eyes, Forever. brown eyes, green eyes. I'm getting goosebumps, right? Blue eyes. <laughs> right. Yeah, that part was Why like, do we get chills right now? I don't know, because I think that resonates with us and with our story. And so, like, if you even go back all those seasons to when Arya was a little girl and she met the Red Witch and she said that, it, like, came full circle. You know what I mean? Yes, and also in the very beginning, when she was a little girl, everyone else in her family wanted her to be like all the other girls. Like a lady, right? Yeah, be like a lady, wear a mask, be something that you're not. But she rebelled. She knew in her soul, that's not me. That's not who I came here to be. And she was attracted to the sword. She was attracted to wearing the pants. The children already know who they are. Who they came here to be. And it's about supporting that 
just like Kemal was saying about Arya Stark, Arya Stark was not going to be like her sister. Arya Stark was not going to be a Daenerys Targaryen. Arya Stark was going to be an Arya Stark, right? She was, and she knew it from the beginning. And she knew it from the beginning. Hey, by the way, I know you're listening to this podcast because you know you have a big purpose, but you may need support fulfilling what you came here to do. That's why we invite you to join the lifepurpose.com support community. Just click on the link in the description or go to lifepurpose.com to check it out. And now back to the episode. Emma, with you especially, like you had so many issues with teachers and with authority figures when you were going to school. How did that make you feel? I always knew that 90% of what I'm being taught I will never use in my lifetime. And many times I felt that I'm wasting a lot of precious time. However, it also served its purpose because it gave me the necessary contrast that I needed to get the clarity to what I want to do, what I choose to go, which direction I choose to go in. I remember there was a time that you said something about you, you had confronted a teacher when when it was a specific subject or like accounting, and then you, you raise your hand and you ask the teacher, will I ever need to know this in the real world? Do you remember what it was that you said? I asked the teacher like really respectfully, can you please share with me a real life example once I leave school on how to apply this knowledge in the real world? And they got offended by my question and they had nothing to say. And I could see that they got a bit uncomfortable with me asking this direct question. And all that, all that she was saying was, well, this is the curriculum and this is what we have to teach. They're just conforming and everyone is just conforming and conforming and conforming in a rat race, in a system, in a society, without questioning, without thinking for themselves. They're just following rules they're just following orders they're just following a system which someone else gave to them and whoever gave it to them someone was handing it to that person and someone was handing it to that person and so it was being handed down blindly and, and creating this idea this system this way of doing things this way of life and this is all that it is where everyone intuitively a majority of people, especially children, they know that something is not, something is not right here. It just doesn't feel good. It feels boring. It feels useless. But so many people still conform and so many parents still conform with the way the education system works because they, they fear, they fear and they think in limitations that there is no other alternative. What you feed will grow. When you feed your talents, when you feed your gifts, something beautiful can, can be created with that. But if you never act, if you never act on the gifts that you have been given, they, they're gonna die with you. And we all have seeds inside of us, which have the potential to grow massively and beautifully when we nurture them, when we feed them. But for a lot of people, these seeds, they never get a chance to blossom. 
because people have these fears, they have these narratives of, oh, what am I going to do? It's not good enough anyway. Don't accept the no's. You just, if there is no way, you find a way and you make a new way. And I believe a lot of the visitors need to hear this as a reminder. You may not see a way for your life. You may not see a career path that suits your gifts and your talents and your passions. Well, guess what? You're probably here to create a new path. You're here to create a new way. Don't be afraid to walk a new path that no one has ever walked before. And perhaps you are the chosen one to create a whole new branch of career paths for the generations who come after you. There are so many careers right now that become obsolete. And there's so many careers that are becoming in demand. Exactly. But the, I think the best one is to make your own career. 100%. But like Hema, like you were saying, it really does require us, if we are really going to step into our bigness, it's going to require us to face those challenges, to be stubborn enough, to be grounded enough in our truth, to be grounded enough in our perception of ourselves, the belief that we have in ourselves. If that is you, and if you know that you're, you have a higher purpose, if you know that you're here to do something and you're experiencing these challenges, you're experiencing these adversities, you have to stay grounded in the truth of who you truly are. You have to be grounded in your belief of yourself and persist and embrace yourself in your fullness. Yeah, and also being very honest with what works for you and what doesn't work for you. Like working a job, a nine to five job may work for a lot of people and they enjoy it. They find some satisfaction with that. But if you know in your gut that something is not right with your nine to five job and it just doesn't feel right to you, you got to own that. And you got to own that that nine to five job may work for everyone else, but it's not working for you. And be honest with how you feel about your current situation, whether you have a job or you don't have a job, and be brave enough to stick out just because everyone seems to like something doesn't mean that you have to. Our purpose for sure is is the lifepurpose.com hmm. podcast. It's it's building up this this media company with lifepurpose.com and getting everyone to really do what their zone of genius is and embrace themselves and pour forth great love into their creations. And empowering people to step into their purpose. Empowering the whole feminine energy on this planet to be in its full creative expression. Because when you do that, when we do that, we, we can elevate consciousness to a whole nother level. We can raise the vibration and consciousness of humanity to a level where it has not been before. And... The only way that we can do this is when we express ourselves in our truth. And that's also what you're referring to with the feminine energy, right? It's the self-expression. It's the creative energy. It's thinking outside the box. Exactly. It's being who you came here to be and not conforming. And that is also, you know, part of embracing your bigness. What if, what if you are here on this planet to create something so extraordinary that is going to benefit 
generations after you. But can you can you even fathom that? Could you even accept that this is possible for you? The power of the first step does not have to be perfect. Yes. We just have to make this a very powerful first step. Yes. And I will leave you with the question to do some soul searching here for yourself in silence, in meditation, when you go for a walk. What is your powerful first step that will align you to a life with more meaning, to a life with more fulfillment, to a life with more purpose? What is your next and first powerful step going to be that will bring you closer to who you came here to be? Thank you for listening to today's episode of the LifePurpose.com podcast. If you found this episode valuable, share it with someone that you know needs to hear this. And until next time on the LifePurpose.com podcast.